We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 42 months in two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How are you doing today, Bruce? Healthy and alive. Let's get into some tech stuff, shall we? We were talking about, and you know, we, we don't like to talk about politics on these things, but unfortunately, we're going to have to inject some of it. I, I do apologize for that, but I promise when we get onto it, we'll get off of it as quickly as possible. But due to the fact that businesses are now to conform to this ESG stuff, it's kind of hard to get away from it. We were just kind of discussing here before we started, and there's not really a, a prep to this, but uh, when we were discussing this, we were talking about the company Lego. You're familiar with the company Lego. They make those little building blocks and everything. Well, there was a little bit of a problem. They decided that they were going to pursue this ESG nonsense, you know, this carbon tax, the car climate change stuff. And they put out a whole bunch of research and development people and spent millions of dollars into looking at everything they're going to have to do because they're going to have to retool their entire product line and everything to make these things. And well, there's a problem. You see, they make plastic building blocks. And to make plastic building blocks, you kind of need petrochemicals and hydrocarbons. You, you kind of need those things. And yeah. they found out that by switching from those, because they want to be carbon neutral, you see, per 2030 agendas and climate goals, they are going to have to get out of the petrochemical industry altogether. The strangest thing, they found out that if they do that, they're literally going to go bankrupt. They're, they're not going to mm. exist at all. So there, there would be crazy. no more no more Legos. Yeah, it, it's almost mm. like they're well, it's almost like they're being forced to be put out of business, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's it's all. It's almost like that's the entire design of this uh, climate agenda. Um, yeah, Legos, I believe, are ABS plastic. So yeah, you're. you're I don't know of a way to uh, produce ABS plastic without using petrochemicals. I, I, I don't know of a way to do that. Granted, there probably is a way. It's probably uh, which you you kind of alluded there. It's uh, way more expensive uh, to do it that way. Partly because, well, we, we just never really researched it because petrochemicals are really abundant and easy to um, exploit. So why we why would we why would we go for something less efficient and more expensive? Um, but yeah, whatever. Well, they've Hopefully. completely abandoned. They, they've completely abandoned the idea uh, altogether. They say they're not going to abandon um, petrochemicals. They're going to continue with them because, again, 
if they want to continue on, they actually they found a material that they were willing to switch to that was equivalent. It wasn't obviously it wasn't a petrochemical, but it was equivalent. But they found that the materials that they were going to have to manufacture with were going to cost them like 10 times more than what they actually make in like a, a turnover or something. Um, and so they say that uh, we tested hundreds and hundreds of materials and it's just not been possible to find a material like what we currently have. Uh, and they say that they will continue their testing and development and the company will aim to make toys from sustainable materials by 2032. So they've pushed it back nine years. Pushed it back nine years. You know, that would have made like your... your God, if it, it would have been 10 times more expensive. It would have taken the little set that you pay like 20 bucks for or whatever to $200 for that set. That would have been absolutely ridiculous. That's in the that's in the ballpark of the collectors. That's like the the uh, baseline of the collectors pipe. Uh, and they they come with thousands of pieces. So uh, it just uh, no, I, I've grew up with Legos. I've played with Legos growing up. And I even as an adult, I've done some of the collectors sets. I, I, I could not see them going with another material because, like I said, th this is the most cheap. This is the most efficient, cheapest material that we have available. And it's not simply because um, that's what um, everybody's using or uh, we're, we're manufacturing and refining and everything uh, petrochemicals. It's literally because that is literally the easiest, cheapest route. Um, but currently, at least to make it something cheaper than that, you, you're going to have to start going into the realm of. Um, space uh you know space materials that we've talked about like mm -hmm. uh graphene or something like that mm -hmm. uh but well even that that is that is actually that is a, a real possibility and i believe we will get there but the problem with graphene at the moment is is that it is so costly to produce and so uh, we need not just the energy, but we need the chemicals in order to be able to, to manufacture it. And it's so it's so costly and so damaging to do this right now. Not saying that it, it won't um, you know sort itself out over time. I believe it will. But if we pursue that now, it's not cost effective and it's not uh, it's not effective as far as like energy consumption or anything. We we don't have enough energy to, to do everything that we, we're doing now. We're already causing copious amounts of damage to our economies just by endorsing this green crap already. You know, we're already seeing the um, the downfalls in that, you know, we're already hurting our economies because of it. Yeah, hopefully Lego and hopefully other companies around the world uh, look at Lego and go, uh, maybe maybe we shouldn't be doing this uh, green agenda. And uh, maybe that'll get them to stop pushing towards the electric vehicles and that kind of thing. Maybe there should also be some pushback from the average person and, you know, write them up and saying, hey, uh, we're not interested in you going down these uh, these roads because we need to. Well, well, we already warned about being political a little bit. Uh, we need to try to use everything that we have available that's legal right now. We need to do everything legally in our power right now uh, to try to encourage companies, governments, all those kind of things to uh, relax on these uh, zero emission things that are being very destructive to our economies and to our ways of life and instead um, invest in things like nuclear fusion you know, those kind of things, hydrogen, um, look at alternative um, fuels that are legitimately uh, good options um, instead of these electric vehicles, which are 
uh, frankly, it, it's going to be the death of us. Uh, but that's just uh, that's just kind of an aside. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Again, all right, last last thing, and I, I hate to do this, but again, we're talking tech and online usage kind of goes along with tech. It's it's one and the same. They're talking about bringing back net neutrality. What do you think? So this one is this is one of those that's very difficult to talk with people, especially the online community with, um, because they're like, oh, yeah, net neutrality. That's good. It sounds great. Right. Uh, uh, Neutral. Uh, Yeah. The problem is, do you know who wrote the net neutrality bill? It was Google. They wrote it. They proposed it. They lobbied for it. The biggest search engine in the world uh, created a bill and lobbied for it. Do you think for a second this is to benefit the people? No. 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 No, no, never. Why? Why would you? Why would you even assume that a corporation is doing something uh, to benefit you out of the goodness of their heart, without some kind of benefit? No. Uh, so my opinion on the matter is, um, this is uh, the net neutrality is very dangerous. Um, it opens up a lot of doors to uh, government um, involvement, um, and I, I, I despise government. Indeed, you do. Uh, it's interesting, Bruce, while we were sitting here and we were just kind of looking at uh, at the uh, the net neutrality thing, which, by the way, the Federal Communications Commission is expected to hold an initial vote in October. So here in the next few weeks, they're going to uh, reexamine it. And wouldn't you know, now that Trump is, is gone, I'm assuming that the president will make sure that that is signed off on once again, just like we were put back in the World Health Organization. Thank goodness. Thank goodness they got us back into the Chinese, co- excuse me, the World Health Organization. Thank goodness they got us back in that. Yeah, that's uh, before again, it was too late. Uh, yeah, before it was too late. Yeah, uh, yeah. again, politics, but uh Hope you guys liked having Trump. Hope you guys yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. It was a great, great benefit to the nation, was it not? Indeed. Microsoft, right? Microsoft. You know, they have these um, these big data centers that they're building, and they have this, this new AI project that they're going to get off the ground. Of course, they need all the data centers to be able to, to run the artificial intelligence. And what you see, Bruce, they need a lot of power to be able to do that. Uh, it's it's strange. You know how we talk about the the green energy initiative and and the technology mm. that's in the you know the wind and solar and and of course Microsoft they've been of course they they've been at the forefront of going carbon neutral oh, yeah. right yeah mm. they have decided that they're going to be using nuclear to power their data centers and their AI projects huh it's almost like they understand that um, to get cheap affordable um, reliable that's what I was looking for uh, energy. You gotta go nuclear, huh? That's 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 yeah, crazy. Strange. Oh. It's it's not odd. wind and solar. Um, no, no. I thought, I thought that was no, no. I thought that was really no. efficient and. Huh. No, I'm so confused. No. Unfortunately, it doesn't. And it, it's interesting. The, you know the the guy that supposedly co-founded that company, uh, Bill Gates. You know, you ever heard of that guy? Have you heard of him? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Rumor it just so him, happens yeah. he's he's got a new concept for for nuclear reactors that the company could possibly look at oh. for the, this project. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's crazy. You know, they also have that, um, what was it? The uh, the modular reactors they were talking about using the as small well. modular reactors from, yeah, from Rolls-Royce. Yeah. 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 They also have that. So honestly, I, you know, it's, <sighs> it's interesting. They it, It's funny you say that because oddly enough, that's what Microsoft are looking at. They say that huh. they're specifically looking for someone who can roll out a plan for small modular reactors. That's interesting. Crazy. That wow. is crazy. What a coincidence. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's the facetiousness aside, 
This is something that we should have been going towards. We should not have done the wind and solar. We should not have gone down these e the electric vehicles and all of that kind of stuff. No, we should we have done, done nuclear. hydrogen. We should have done hydrogen. We should have done hydrogen for the cars. That should have been. But if we, we would are. have done that, if we would have done that, then we would have been like that would have leapfrogged us. We we should have done the small modular reactors and the um uh, and the hydrogen cars. We should have done that thirty years ago. That's the path we yes. should have taken instead of all this other garbage. Yes. Instead, we're now on this path. We've gone stagnant, and we're looking at possible collapse because we're talking about getting rid of everything and having nothing to replace it with. If we would have gone that route, then we would have leapfrogged the rest of the world, and they never would have caught us. We would probably already have fusion power at this point. Yes. And for for the listener, uh, if you're not aware of fusion power, think of a power source that is that uses the most abundant fuel in the universe. And you can generate that like one power plant of this could power an entire nation. If not, depending on the size of the reactor, theoretically, you could power the entire planet itself with just one reactor. That That is that's mind boggling at, at that point. That's where we could be had uh, politicians and government not gotten in the way. This is why or, I hate yeah, politicians or, and government. Or just god-awful ideologies. Ugh, can't stand them. Anyway, all right, off of yeah. politics, off of politics. Yeah. We're off of that. Okay, okay. Facebook has debuted their MetaQuest 3. They have a new augmented reality system uh, that they have uh, they've debuted. Or excuse me, the Quest is the Quest. Oh, excuse me, the Quest Pro 2. Sorry, the MetaQuest 3 is the, the charging dock for it. Why does Facebook need a, an augmented reality set? They're, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Zuckerberg was uh, on stage displaying this thing off or showing this thing off. And they were talking about how you can build Legos with it because, you know, we talked about Legos. You can build Legos with it virtually, of course, on your table or, or whatever. And which is oddly enough, that's kind of how Microsoft tried to market their HoloLens when they first started that. They've actually shut the project down now. And well, they've moved it to a. I think it's a defense project now. You know, it, it's gone under that yep. uh, the auspices of the Def uh, Department of Defense for our military, which is a smart move by them, to be fair. But yeah. on with the Facebook thing. So, why do you need one of these from Facebook? What makes the difference? What What makes the difference between this and these other ones that we see? What's What's the What's the big deal? The it's Oculus and and the rest of the stuff. Yeah. So just a, a quick um, little insight about uh, the Oculus. The Oculus was, um, the original, was made by, um, I think he was like 18 at the time, a uh, year old kid and his trailer, literally. Um, he was living out oh, of a yes, trailer. I remember. Yeah. And he, he figured out the algorithm to make these things work. Uh, Facebook basically hired him and then screwed him over when Trump was, you know, uh, running back in 2016 and did some really, really scummy, shady, illegal things to the kid and then basically forced him into retirement, more or less. Uh, they, they kicked him out. So with that caveat in place uh, and Facebook is scum, I just wanted to get that out there. The, the whole reason that this one is uh, put on the market, this is the cheap alternative. If you want some of the high end, like you want the, the top of the line stuff, you're looking at $1,000 for the unit. Um, not okay. I should rephrase that. If you want top of the line for video gaming, if you want top of the line in general 
um, you're looking at like four grand for the the the, the unit and the, the tracking. Yeah, it's the apples, whatever Good the hell it God. is. God. Yeah. Oh, you, okay. you got the tracking and the. Okay. Well, it's and it's also charging, Apple, talking, so you're, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And Apple, you're overpriced already by oh, I don't know, two thousand yeah. percent anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Quest is the that's the um, cheaper uh, you know starter version, which by the way I'd use one of those um over thanksgiving and they they are actually decent um they're, they're you a little bit of a screen door effect uh on the graphics but uh which is you can see the pixels and whatnot it's, so it's it's not high high quality but for Did some for a starter unit no no, no. I, I i don't have any problems with motion sickness um it was it was quite a trip it was a lot of fun it, it was a star wars game i'm a star wars nerd so you know it was it fit uh-huh. And they they tried really hard to make you nauseous and give you that like, you know how when you're on like a high cliff or something or you're looking up at something really tall, you get kind of vertigo a little bit. Yeah. They tried to induce that uh, with some of the stuff you were you were climbing and you had to actually climb with the remotes and everything. And and uh, yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. I like the idea. OK, it gets gamers up and moving. So I like that. It makes them exercise a little bit. And I, I, I think that's good. Uh, but I, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I really like it. I, I, I just, I have, I have issues. I have concerns. This stuff is, uh, it's tracking your eye movements. It's tracking to use the, the Oculus. You have to have a meta account to even use it. Um, and if you get banned on your meta account, you're also banned from using your $400, um, paperweight, the paperweight at that point. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I do not like that system at all. Social credit, anyone that, that, that's basically what that is. Yeah. So it's a cheaper alternative if you're fine with meta and you're fine with, uh, having a, a social credit score with meta, then yeah, that's a, that's a, an option for you. If you don't have like the computer that can run some of the newer games and whatnot, that's a good alternative that you can get some decent games on and, you know, uh, and, and, and play VR it's an option it's kind of it's kind of the argument that we have with console players and pc players uh when it comes to video games when you're a pc player it's more expensive you it is a lot more expensive for a pc because you you have to upgrade it every three to five years to stay in the you know stay kind of on top of the game whereas a console you buy it once and that console will last until they stop making games for that particular console which could be five years, could be, you know, about that long. And you never really have to do an upgrade to it. You know, it, it, it's just the cost of the it's new game. Plug and play. So yeah, it's, it's plug, plug and play. And play. Yeah, it's, it's it's easy. It's it's for the um, the working stiff that just wants to sit down for his one day a week and play Madden football or yeah. whatever it is that they play. That's that's it, what it's exactly. For. Exactly. It, it, it caters more to that that market. Uh, so that that's kind of what the quest is, is it kind of caters to the 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 person that isn't like the really dedicated sweaty gamer um it's more dedicated to the casual um and focuses more on them bruce we talk about gaming things from time to time as we just did right so logitech right big manufacturer even if you you don't get into like the the gaming thing right everybody knows logitech right they make sure. uh, they make webcams like i think you we're both using logitech yeah, at the moment i'm using a logitech as well yeah they are fantastic webcams. I've been using Logitech webcams for like 20 years or longer. Uh, yeah, they, my my mouse is actually Logitech. 
as well. Yeah, my mouse is Logitech as well. And 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 my keyboard. My keyboard is not. My keyboard is is Asus. But anyway, this new chair that they have out, uh, this is called the the Logitech PlaySeat Challenge X. It's a racing seat. Do you, do you remember these things where you, you know, you remember the old gaming chairs you had for like Nintendo yeah. or something? It was the one that like yeah. sat right on the floor. It's almost yeah. like that, but it's, it's got those little legs on it. You see where you can adjust it like that. And I've actually, I, I've got a lot of buddies that are into actual like physical auto racing. Like they, they do the amateur auto racing themselves. They build the car and they go out on the track. They do their track days and, and everything else. And they have a really great time with it. Well, in the off season, obviously, you know, in Ohio, you can't really spend yeah. the winter months on a racetrack. You know, you're, you're usually working on the car in the garage, you know, your buddy's garage or whatever. You're getting the cars ready for the racing season that's coming up. Well, sometimes you're taking some time off. And a lot of these guys will build these racing sims in their houses so they can stay in practice. Because if you if you look at a lot of the uh, the racing games now, they are pretty accurate. They have been they for are, quite some yeah. time. They're, they're really, really close to the actual thing. And so a lot of these guys will go out and buy these things. And I've, I've seen them, they'll buy these, these racing consoles for their living room or for their game room or whatever it is they have. And they'll spend, I don't know, $800, $900 on one of these things. But this one's going for $299. And it already has the stuff. I, I don't think it includes the... Um, you know, obviously the the steering wheel, which is a, you know a Logitech steering wheel, and you know the pedals and everything. But it doesn't um, include that. I, see, I was going to say, okay, that makes sense that it's that price because the steering wheel and the pedals probably that that that's about no, the, that's, the price for that. Yeah, I've at I've looked at for the, the chair. That yeah, I've sense, looked at the, they're charging I've, that for the chair. Jeez. Yes, for the chair. I can only assume because if you look at the yeah, because it's just the chair there. If you look at the um the actual steering wheel and the pedals you can buy those and i've seen those go in stores for i don't know two three hundred uh, okay. for those things okay. but it's the full-blown replica force feedback uh, and everything else it comes with like yeah. the, the shifting and, and everything else it's it's as close as you can get to an actual racing sim so the, the right off the bat the first problem that i see with that chair is um where your thighs come in contact with the the front of the chair to reach the pedals your legs are kind of in a upward uh, position if you will kind of almost like a squatting position almost is what it looks like and uh i i, I don't know about the listener but one of the things uh, pet peeve for me with chairs is when they have that uh that part of the chair that you sit on has a a upward slope to it instead of a a slightly downward or just straight slope because it cuts into the back of your legs and having the pedals there like that it just that looks uncomfortable that looks like that reminds me of those camping chairs, you know, the canvas camping chairs that cut into your legs. Yes, that's what that looks yeah. like. And honestly, if I'm going to spend an hour or two in a racing sim um, or a flight sim, even I mean, I, I would be more apt to probably use that as a flight sim kind of a thing than a, a racing sim. But that's me. I like flying more than I like racing. It does not. It does not look comfortable at all. I'll, I'll stick with no, my computer chair. Not for, not for 300 just for the chair. That does not look no. comfortable at all. Unless that material stretches and I think the, it the does. bar is the... I, I think the it does. material stretches and that bar, yeah. the metal bar is the actual, like, that's about where your legs sit, it might be, it might actually be pretty comfortable. Um, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I, I can't see spending that kind of money on a chair that I'm only going to use once in a while when I do racing sims. I, I just, I don't. I don't do racing enough to to really justify doing that. Though no. I have thought about getting pedals, ironically. 
but that's for like push the talk and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do, they do make those. It's it's a little bit different, but yeah, they do make those things. Uh, it kind of it substitutes for like a you know a controller or something. But yeah, mm -hmm. you can you mm -hmm. can change all that stuff. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was uh, that was pretty interesting. They've actually got those at a decent price now. So yeah, if, it, if there's anyone looking for a um, you know racing gaming chair, there you go. That, that's that's the thing is if if you do this, that's like your decompression. Uh, that that that's when you uh, you know just want to chill, uh, and that's the kind of game you play. Hey, there you go. That That is a more affordable option than some of the others that are out there. Indeed. Well, we are out of time, my friend. We are going to have to go. It was a great conversation. We will see you later in the week. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening.